Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born-again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. I give honor to the Trinity Godhead, and Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you for another day that we have not seen. I ask that you open the hearts of the hearers. Let the seed of your word take root in their heart, to whereas it brings about the saving of the soul. And I ask that you give me the grace to minister what you have given me. All this I ask in Jesus' name, Father, and I thank you for it. Amen. Well, we've been talking about... Oh, quite a few things. We are a tripart being. We are a spirit. We live in a body. And we have a soul. We left off talking about the saving of the soul. Because even though our born-again spirit is perfect, because Jesus Christ is living in there in the person of the Holy Ghost, and once conversion takes place, we're perfect. We're just like him in our born-again spirit. Yet, because of being born in a fallen world of sin, due to our own sin, and based on the sins that have been committed against us from others, our soul needs saving, and our soul has been affected. And when we come to God, we can be pretty raw in our soul, and we need help. We need the saving of our soul in order to align with our born-again spirit. So let's go to James uh, 1, starting at verse 21. And James is a practical book, meaning we have to apply what we hear. It's a book of application of the Word of God. So that means we need to be intentional in our actions to bring about the saving of our soul. Verse 21 reads, and I am reading from the New King James Version this week. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. The King James says naughtiness with the overflow of wickedness. And it also says in the engrafted word, which is able to save our souls. So the word of God is already engrafted. Because remember, Jesus Christ, in John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That Word was Jesus Christ. And when we receive Jesus, He's on the inside. And I don't know what your experience was when you received the Lord. But my experience was, once He saved me, I did not want to do certain things anymore. I did not want to talk a certain way. I did not want to go certain places anymore. And I wanted to do the things connected with the life of God, the life of salvation. I wanted to engage in those things and live according to what was 
done on the inside of me. And basically, it was like Jesus showing me how to let him live his life out through me. So I had a new mind and new desires, whereas I wanted to take off the old mind and way of thinking and actions. Praise God. So that's it. It says, which is able to save your soul. And, and that word meekness, let me talk about that just a little bit. That means meekness is one of the fruit of the Spirit. And the short definition of meekness is a willingness and openness, a receptivity to the Word of God. It's also a surrendering without disputing or resisting, accepting God's dealings with us as being good. So that means there needs to be an element of trusting God, that He is right and He is good and that He loves us and He's telling us the best thing for us because of His love towards us. Praise God. And it also goes on to say that for the saving of our souls, which is able to save our souls if we do this. Now, what that word save means to, is to deliver, protect, heal, preserve from danger and suffering. And give soundness. Praise God. Verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Now that word deceiving, and you know, we need to really break this down. That's why I'm taking my time and going through this. We need to really understand what's happening here. That word deceiving means, it, well, it's an essence of self-deception. Thinking because we heard the word, it's doing it. And it's not. It's like we tell ourselves, okay, I heard the word, I read the word, I'm okay. We're okay. No, we're not okay. It's actually doing the word where we are changed, saved, and come into the new man in Christ and be given, excuse me, and begin to live as Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to give a brief testimony of the time that I was in the halfway house. And I, I've shared this before, but it bears repeating at this point. I remember entering into the halfway house, and I checked my own self into the detox unit, okay? I, I did that, just like we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So it was a willingness. It was my choice. But once I got there, I did not want to follow the program guidelines that they set because it was foreign to me, and I was afraid, Yet, what I was doing was not working. <laughs> God. Mm -hmm. So, um, I did comply. I got to the point where I complied with what they said, long story short. And once I did that, I began to change. See, I didn't know what I needed. I didn't know what was best for me. If I did, I wouldn't have been where I was at. And it's like that sometimes with some of us and the Word of God as children of God. We don't know what we need. We don't know what it takes to live in the kingdom of God. We don't know what it is to live in the new kingdom of light. We don't know that. So we need to listen to God, read and do what his word says to do in order to acclimate to our new life in Christ, to the saving of our souls. Anyway, I began to change. It was a pivotal point in my life, and I wasn't even saved yet. I'm a witness about Psalm 25, verse 8, I believe it is, where it says, Good and upright is the Lord, where he will teach sinners in the way. Yes, he will even teach us in the way. If we are sincere and want to change, he will intervene on our behalf 
even before salvation. Anyway, I just want to say that because it's so important to just do it, even when we don't understand it, even when we don't agree with it, just do it. Let's go to verse 23. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. Now what that means is the word of God is the mirror for our lives. We look into it like you look into the mirror in your bathroom or bedroom, and it reveals where we are, whether we're living in line with the Word of God or not. It shows us what's out of place, like the mirror that we look at. If our hair is out of place or we have something on our face or we buttoned our blouse lopsided, missed a button or whatever the case may be, that's the same way it is when we look into the mirror of the Word of God. And when we make the proper adjustments by doing what the Word says in thought, word, deed, and the condition of our heart, because it shows us the condition of our heart too, not just our thoughts and our words, things that are obvious. It shows us that too, and the condition of our spirit. When we make the, the adjustments to where our image looks right and we're living in line or in light with the Word of God, that's where the saving of our souls begin to take place, praise God. Otherwise, we're beholding our natural face in the mirror. And that refers to the unregenerated man connected with the Adamic nature, the natural man versus the supernatural being in Christ that we are. We're new creatures now. 2 Corinthians 5.17 reminds us, Therefore, if anyone be in Christ, they are a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Ephesians 4 verse 24 also reminds us that we're to put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. The new man is Christ, the new person that we've become. Put on Jesus. And if we don't do that, verse 24 lets us know, for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. We don't make the proper adjustments. We forget who we are in Christ. That's why sometimes um, we can see people that profess to have Jesus Christ, yet they're living like they have not received him. They're living like the world. They sound like the world. They behave like the world. The condition of their heart is like the world, and it seems like there's no change. That's an example of someone who forgets what kind of man or woman they are. Verse 25 says, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. And that goes for he or she. That's universal. This is what brings about the saving of the soul, praise God. Being a doer of the word of God, to just do it. And as you know, <laughs> I've admitted in times past um, throughout different broadcasts that I was not always a doer of the word myself, praise God. But thank God for his grace and mercy. Thank God for his grace, and it's not based on my works, what I do or don't do. And that's for you too, praise God. But because he will help us. The Holy Spirit will bring us into the truth of what's going on on the inside. When we look into the word, when we read the word, and when we spend time with him in our relationship with the Lord, you know, that's when the Lord talks to us and he reveals the truth of what's really going on on the inside. And that's the time when he puts his finger on that, 
that's the time that he's ready to help us change that. Change that behavior. Change that thought pattern. Change our words. Change the condition, the hidden condition of our hearts that nobody else sees in order to bring us into who we really are as children of God in Jesus Christ. Well, I believe that's all we have time for. I do thank you for joining me. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B, and until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God, restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Revelation 22:17 says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let those that hear say, Come. And let them that are athirst come, they that will, let them take the water of life freely. If you would like to contact or be a blessing to the ministry, Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.